Hello, America. It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode. The Chad Prather Show bringing you news from the mothership, which is Studio 22. The puppet master himself, Mark, is driving this vehicle into the nether regions. At the helm as well, the co-pilot Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, looking quite stunning today with her crown of pearls. Her pearls. There behind her, you see live footage of Herbert the Silent Deer making the same face of shock that he made when the truck hit him. Oh, kids, it is good to be with you again today. Good to be in America. Hot news, Natalie, proving once again that all conservative women look better than you crazy libs. That's a fact. That is a fact. Are you going to do this the whole time? No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not going to do it. Um... You sound good, though. You sound good. Hello, America. This is the news. I'm excited. I am. I get to, I'm going on the road tomorrow. I'm going to be in Richmond, Texas, hanging out with my buddy Cooper Wade. Don't even have a show. Hmm. Just don't even have a show, but I, I'm, I'm trekking. We're headed down there. We're going to be uh, in Corpus Christi with the Deplorable Choir on Saturday night. Fantastic group of girls. Two yes. sisters. I don't know if we can call two sisters a group. Sure. But whatever. I feel like my microphone is a little low. Uh, we're going to have fun. Corpus Christi Saturday night at the American Bank Center. Then Sunday night, we're going to kick it off again with Cooper Wade, myself. Going to be rocking and rolling. Tomball, Texas. That's kind of near my old stomping grounds. It is. Yeah. Think we can find some of your old meth? Yeah. <laughs> All up in Conroe. Something's bothering me, though, even though I feel good. You know what it is? It's this, I'm blowing snot out of my nose. It's this war on masculinity. I've been thinking about this for the last 18 hours. Mm -hmm. What I saw this thing, and I don't know if it's true or not. There's a graphic out there that shows men in the, in the forties and fifties. And then it shows men in the sixties and seventies. And it shows men in the eighties and nineties and then men in the two thousands and how they were big burly guys, you know, in the forties and fifties. And then they started getting smaller and more effeminate. And really this rise of the beta male concept and the soy boy and all that. Now you have these very gender unidentifiable Mm -hmm. men that are out there wearing what they wear and they're just scrawny. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what you're seeing. And and the the theory is that something has been put in the water (laughs) over the years or the food. There's been like an additive, Candace where it's making it's it's effeminizing it's kind of doing the opposite of effect of putting steroids in our chicken you know what i'm saying right and it's kind of, and it's that's kind of what it's doing it's effeminating our men do you, do you find do you think there's any validity to that conspiracy candace you're our you're our on point cons- conspiracy theorist in the house right i think that gets really close to uh the alex jones you know they're putting uh something in the water turning the frogs gay <laughs> but you know i do love a good frog that's gay you know yeah i don't know though I, but it is a trend it is a trend and so it's reducing, according to this study, it's reducing the amount of testosterone that is in men. So they're not hairy anymore. There's no real sex drive. There's no, you know, because, and, there, and it, there's this idea that masculinity is bad. You're married to a very masculine mm-hmm. man, right? I am. You're surrounded by masculinity. Yes. It's, there's nothing toxic about that. 
Not at all. Uh, there, there's. I've always said that if it's toxic, it's not masculine. If it's masculine, it's not toxic. <laughs> there are oxymorons. True masculinity is not toxic. I think what's toxic is the poison in the water that's turning these guys into beta males, skinny, scrawny people that that can't you know lift their own body weight in a, on a bench press now let me ask you this are you talking about more metrosexual like not gay not straight like no sexuality? they're still they're still guys I, they're, they're, they're so still they're men still, okay but yeah but they're more metro well it's just they're just look at their, their body shape they're much more you know if you look up the metabolisms and the in the body shapes okay. ectomorph and endomorph and mesomorph and all that it's just you're getting scrawnier men Right. But there's this war on men. And I don't like that. You know, you got the Gillette commercial that came out last year that was talking about toxic masculinity. You've got this uh, all of these ad campaigns that are out there that are just I don't like them. Okay, I don't like them. And I think, you know, I want men to be men. I think there's something to be said for men to be a little dangerous. You know, that's why I am drawn as a man. I, I am drawn, you know, like attracts like. And, and I like being around our Navy SEAL friends, our mm-hmm. military friends, our guys who have gone out and done things, seen things, and have stories to tell about it. Uh, you know, guys who accomplish things. You know, that those are the guys I, I like watching their life unfold. Well, as a woman, I like women yeah. to actually get to be women. Women. Um, I will say as a woman, it's much sexier to see a man being a man. Yeah. Like it's just hotter to have a guy who can fix anything around the house. Doesn't well, mind getting his fingers right. cut. And it used to be that, it used to be that, you know, the adage is that men get more rugged and more handsome as they get older, mm-hmm. you know, like older men. You look at a Sean Connery. Yes. Somebody like that, you know, they got the lines and stuff in their face. Candace. Do you, do you agree with that adage? I mean, coming from another generation, from a younger woman, is does that is that still ring true amongst your peers? I I guess so, but I I think I don't know. It's well, now there's all the skin off. moisturizer. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's the vanity that's out there that they uh-huh. have to have soft hands. You know, and they got to fight the wrinkles. And yeah. There's all of these things. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm not saying don't look good. You should look good. Try to look good. Right. Don't look like, you know, you walk back, you're like you're a homeless guy and that you're calling that a rugged look. That, don't do that. <laughs> but don't be afraid to be a man. I don't know. Well, don't and know. you it's get like penalized trying to for us up. wanting to be a man. What's that? You get penalized these days for wanting to be. Yeah, it's automatically toxic. I think a manly the, man. the country took a downturn when they started making skinny jeans for men. Yes. <laughs> I, think I was going to mention that. The mark of the beginning yeah. of the end. When well, the onstage jeans the performer jeans became everyday life for all men. Yeah. Like the men can't be skinny enough to fit in their skinny jeans. I definitely can't. I mean, if you fart in skinny jeans, it causes a man bun. It pops right out of the back of your head. <laughs> hey, if we want to have a man bun and you want to look good and there's nothing wrong with look good. I want to re- looking good. I want to remind you that losing your hair sucks. You know what doesn't suck? Keeping your hair without leaving your couch. If you're losing your hair, you got to know Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products. That's the real deal and the generic versions are going to save you a lot of money. It's simple. Just answer a few online questions, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, and a doctor's going to review everything and recommend the right FDA-approved treatment for you, then it's shipped discreetly to your door. You're probably wondering, will it work? Well, a whopping 66% of men experience hair regrowth thanks to Keeps. 
Yes, losing your hair absolutely sucks. Let's do something about it. Here's the deal. I got you a deal at Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. You can get your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment for 50% off. That's right, half off. Keeps dot com slash loss. Go get it right now. Let me show you what I do right here. Boom. <laughs> I just put the hat on. Mm-hmm. Totally different person, Mark. Totally manly. Person. People manly. get mad at me when I take the hat off. So I just put it back on. Yep. There it is. Masculinity, man. I get made fun of so much for wearing the hat and play and pretend and cowboy. That's just style, man. It's just what I grew up with, you know. Mm -hmm. It's how I've lived my life. I'm 47 years old. I know who I am. I learned a long time ago to take the mask off. You know, Friedrich Nietzsche said that if you wear two faces to the world for too long, you forget which one is real. And so years ago, I just said, I'm going to be me, and I don't care what anybody thinks about it. I don't care what anybody says to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to speak my opinion, and that's just the way it's going to be. How you like that? I wear cowboy boots, but I'm not herding cattle. No. But I like to wear cowboy boots. They're comfortable. I right. can wear them all day. Like, I wear, every now and then people will see those Arapaima bass boots that I wear. Mm -hmm. Like, I love these boots that I'm wearing. Flash out of it. These boots right here, just leather. I just love these boots. I fell in love with these boots just because of the look of them, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and I, but I wear those Arapaima bass boots a lot of times that are they're not the toughest boots and like they're just beat to hell and back yes because i do stuff in them i, I saw actually comments do about that work you know what i'm saying uh those are boots aren't designed to do a lot of work but they're comfortable so i wear them and that's what boots are for but you know what's funny to me and this is not advertisement for the western lifestyle i there's nowhere on any of my social media stuff twitter instagram there's no description of me that says i'm a cowboy okay i've done mm -hmm. cowboy shit mm -hmm. but i'm not a cowboy Right. And, and there's, there's, you know, I, that's the whole deal. I, I own cows. Yes. I have horses. Right. So technically, I'm a boy that owns cows. So I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not out there these days palpating those cows and shooing those horses. Uh, I have people who do those things. But you have. But I have done them. Yes, I have done for them. For probably most of your life. Yes, for a lot of it. I've yeah. done a lot of those things. And I still will do those things, right? Mm -hmm. But I catch hell just for being me. And I, so the reason I'm saying all this stuff is to the listener and to the watcher, be you. Mm -hmm. Be you. That's why, you know, I used to have a license plate that said, I be I, you be you. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that's, that's the philosophy of life. You got to be yourself. Yeah. And and to take away your identity as a man or even as a woman, uh, I was seeing this video yesterday, Candace. It was happening in London where these people were having, they had these grief spots out on the street. Can we get that clip and play it? Can we, can we pull that thing, you think? Okay, let's, let's, if we could show it, we'll show it right here. That's ludicrous. It, it, these people are just on the street crying and grieving and just barking like dogs because, you know, if I ever caught one of my kids doing that, I would snatch a knot in their ass so fast that they would have something to grieve about for the next six months. You better stop that or I'm going to give you something to cry about. I'm going to give you something to cry about, kid. <laughs> I don't know, man. How many times did you hear that growing up? Because I sure did. Oh, yeah. 
Uh-huh. My dad didn't even give me a warning. He just snatched me up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes my arm hurt worse than my butt because right. he just pulled me down the hallway with my arm, you know? My dad was, he's a tough dude. We're coming up on the second anniversary of his death. And, you know, there's not a day that goes by I don't miss my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad beat my ass. He mm-hmm. beat my ass. And I'm so glad that he did. I can remember certain thumbs. Not a lot. Not all the time. But, but when I needed it, he gave it to me. And, and mm-hmm. I remember not only, get this, folks, I remember not only when he, when he disciplined me, but I remember why he disciplined me. And I remember the effects of it afterwards. And there were things that I didn't do because of his discipline. He kept mm-hmm. me alive. Yeah. He kept me alive. Honest to God. I lived with a love but a reverence for my father because my father was a man's man. He really was. He wasn't afraid to discipline. Sometimes, I don't know how you are, or I don't know how Joseph is, uh, but sometimes, like, I feel guilty to discipline my kids because I know my kids are good kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get on to them and you're like, gosh, should I have gone that hard with them, you know? Should I, should I have done that? And then you're like, oh, you know, but you have to discipline. There are certain things because your your kids aren't your buddies. Nope. I did that last night. I had a tough night with one of ours. Yeah. It was tough. It's hard. I had to light her up. Yeah. But I did. <laughs> I remember somebody that I know, they uh, they had a kid and, and – uh, he went in, he took his kid. The kid is actually my age, so it was one of their dad. It was their dad. Took him. The mom was going, you need to spank him. You need to spank him. <laughs> took him in the bathroom, took his belt off, and he says, now I'm going to hit this tub as hard as I can, and I want you to scream every time. <laughs> and so he spanked the tub. And it sounded like he was murdering the kid because he didn't want to spank him, but the mom was so like, beat him. Well, why didn't she? Uh, you know. Okay. Back in the day when you gave it to daddy to do, uh, my mama did it, and I, and my mom did. My mom just haul off to go to smack and just party time, mom. Uh, <laughs> but by and large, she did that more with my brothers than she did with me, and it was well deserved. Well, I'm, our, I was a single mom. Yeah. My mom was single mom. I didn't have a man. Yeah, at, in the house, but she would tell me, "I'm not going to count to three yeah. because my word should have been enough in the first place. Yeah. So if I tell you once and you don't do, I'm a bust your ass." Yeah. See, I always have never believed in that count to three thing. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell you. That's right. And you're going to do it. So there is a, you know, you talk about there is a healthy reverence that's supposed to be there. Call it a fear or whatever. But my yes. dad had a look. He had a look, mm-hmm. you know. And I could hear him grunt every now and then. My dad, he real short fuse. He didn't put up with it. He didn't tolerate fools. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My brother, <laughs> my brother Pete, uh, smarted off to my mother when he was 15 years old. My dad put his head through the wall. Oh, gosh. And thank God he, he missed the studs. It went through the sheetrock, and then he left the hole in there in the laundry room for another four and a half, five years as a reminder. <laughs> you don't smart off to my mother, right? But he learned a lesson from that. And it, was that was that extreme? Yeah. But you just didn't yeah. mess around with my dad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he was Leroy Brown. You just didn't mess with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, that, you know, that's just the way it goes, man. And, and I look at people look at that now, and they're like, oh, that's toxic. That's abusive. And it's like, okay. Yeah, well, but no, it's not. And I know most of our audience because I do my bit on stage about beating that ass. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, y'all got that, right? Everybody from California to New Hampshire, they're like, yeah, we got it. And you turned out perfectly fine. Yep. And I, anyway, so that's that. And I don't think there's enough discipline. I don't either. I don't, I just don't think there's enough discipline in kids. People haven't been through anything. Mm -hmm. Discipline is profitable. 
That, the Bible says that. It That's says, right. You know, it, discipline is profitable for you because, you know, one, it's a proof that you're loved, right? Uh, the Bible says that God disciplines those whom he loves, and so do parents. If I, if I love you, I'm not going to let you continue on a path of destruction. Correct. That's that's the thing. So, you know, we talked about getting into the headlines, but this has just been on my heart, and it, I have this platform, and I'm going to use it. I want to. Mm-hmm. I just want to get it off mm-hmm. my chest today because I'm seeing all these things that I don't like that are trends, and they're poisoning our our country. They're poisoning our culture. For instance, this just happened, and many of you have seen this now viral video of a student at the University of Virginia. Take a look at this video right here, and let's talk about it. Public service announcement. Excuse me. If y'all didn't know, this is the MSC, and frankly, there's just too many white people in here and this is a space for people of color so just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up because it does make some of us pocs uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here it's only been open for four days and frankly there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at and there's very few spaces for us so keep that in mind thank you well isn't she a hero uh, there's a lot of university for y'all to be at. This is this is University of Virginia. This is a this is an esteemed uh, institution of higher education, and you're going to stand up and you're going to say, frankly, there's too many white people in the room. This is this is a sign where you have experienced. I, I don't care if you're a POC, whatever you want to call yourself, a person of color, a, a brown skinned person. That's privilege. What she just did, that's privilege. Okay. Uh, it, it, yes, the black community has been through things. There are mm-hmm. scars in this country. There are things that, you know, we've worked hard for many, many decades to get over. Uh, there are still those prejudices that exist. And as long as humans are human, there will be prejudices. It doesn't matter the skin color. Mm-hmm. But that right there, that's, that is the essence of not only racism, it is the essence of privilege. Because what that just demonstrated is, hey, if we are in charge, then we're going to come after you, too. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the same thing that y'all did when y'all were in the majority, if we were in the majority. Because human nature is human nature. Your heart is the same no matter what your skin color is. People are are weird. And I just want to know what this girl is going to do when she gets out of because what's she doing she's in college mm-hmm. she's training for the future she's getting an education to get a career one would think right obviously an educated person a smart person because you don't get into the university of virginia without being educated sure. and, and at least having a good iq so i gotta think she's a smart person but my thing there is what's she gonna do when she goes out into the workplace and gets a career is she gonna stand up in the boardroom the conference room the break room around the coffee pot and say well there's just too many white people around here that's not preparing yourself for the real world to do something like that. Well, and where she had mentioned there's plenty of other places for the white people to go that they can't. So mm-hmm. help me understand in Virginia or at, at this university where black people are not allowed to go. Well, it's not exactly what she said. She just said there's Maybe plenty of other places for y'all to be at. That's what she said, which is bad English, bad grammar, but still. I'm not going to be petty. But, Maybe a but little. They can, but there's plenty of other places for everybody of all colors. Yeah, that, and that's, you know, y'all can be in other places, but this is for us. Okay. Uh, and, and don't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day 
Don't talk about Malcolm X. Don't talk about Booker Washington. Don't talk about Frederick Douglass. Don't talk about any of these people and, and say that they are heroes of who you are and your culture and your history because you are violating everything they stood for. Because now you're trying to throw everything back to segregation. Mm-hmm. Everything Martin Luther King lived for, preached about, and ultimately died for was to end segregation. Correct. And you're saying we want to be segregated now. This is for people of color. I'll tell you, and it's hard. And people don't like me saying that because free speech, you know, how dare I speak my mind on this? I'm a, you know, I'm one of those, uh, you know, heterosexual white Christian males that wears a cowboy hat mm-hmm. who is also a Caucasian. So how dare I speak to these issues? Well, I do. And a lot of times I get blocked on many social media platforms because of it. But I got a solution for you guys. Conservative voices, as you know, like me, are being silenced every day by left-wing tech companies who are profiting off of exploiting your privacy. And then they silence your voice when you say something they don't agree with, which happens all the time. And more and more, our most sacred right, which is the right to speak freely, has come under assault in places that were designed for us to share our opinions freely. I'm sick of it. And with no other options, you're forced to play by their rules until now. I want to introduce you to a new social media company that I love. It's called Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. Parler is the news and free speech app that won't silence your opinion or violate your privacy for financial gain. You simply download the app, create your account, post, share, speak freely. You can't say just anything you want. You can't threaten violence. You can't commit actual acts of hate or harass or commit other crimes. But you're not going to do that because that's not who you are anyway. And that's not what we do. So go to Parler.com or visit the App Store. Download that little red app with the P in the middle of it, Parler. Get it today. I'm on Parler, and you can follow me at WatchChad. That's P-A-R-L-E-R.com. And go get it on the App Store Parlor, get news, speak free. So I, you know, I watched that video clip, and it's just the audacity of it. And again, for me, is is just it, you're throwing it back to segregation. Well, again, because if you flip flop that, and that was a white person that said, "There's too many black people in here in our safe space." Yeah, How and that's is exactly that going what I tweeted when I saw it. Okay, I tweeted, I put, I, I shared the video on my Twitter account at WatchChad, uh, and I said. Um, you know, hey, there's too many black, and that's I said it first person. There's too many black people in here, and uh, this is a space for white people. This belongs to us, so we're not comfortable with black people being in here. I mean, you see how cringeworthy that mm-hmm. is to say that. You wouldn't stand up and do that. No. I wouldn't stand up and do that. No. So that's a, that's a privilege thing. That's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she should have been she should have been educated better than that. She should have been taught better. She should have been mm-hmm. disciplined. In that regard. And I'm not saying because she's a black woman. I'm just saying because of the logic and the rhetoric coming out of her mouth. Right. Uh, I heard uh, somebody the, the other day that was talking about, uh, it was Mindy Robinson, uh, our friend out in California. Mindy's been in like 180 different movies, and, and <laughs> she's so funny. She's so smart, too. She disarms people because of how she looks and how she sounds when she speaks, and I just love her. She's one of my besties. And she put a thing on there. She said, why are we sitting here listening to what celebrities say? When they're, you know, she posted pictures of different ones tattooing their faces and stuff like that. Like Chris Brown had a baby shoe on his cheek. She's like, why do we care what their opinions are when they're doing stuff like this to themselves? And people came at her and they said, well, why are you, why are you coming at, you know, you don't want to listen to black people. And she said, she never said anything about black people. She just posted a picture of Chris Brown with a baby shoe on his face. <laughs> and it's, the, it's like, why are you listening to the logic? So stop mm-hmm. making everything about race. People are sick of it. 
They are absolutely sick of it. And you know how I can prove it? You know how I can prove it? This coronavirus thing. This coronavirus thing, and it's in the headlines. The World World Health Organization, who? Who? W-H-O? The who? Who? World Health Organization has said that it's worse than terrorism. It's worse than, it's a threat bigger than terrorism right now. And the cover-ups... No question about it in my mind from what I've seen and read and studied and the videos and the pictures I've seen, it's a massive cover-up on the part of the Chinese government. Massive. They've released this thing and it's Pandora's box. That's what I saw on the news last night. I was talking to a chief researcher at The Blaze, Jason Butcher, a little while ago, and we were comparing some notes. Candace, this is crazy. They have, they have, Jason's found video like they pan over and there's all these people. You know how you have a waiting room with all the little chairs that are stuck together? Right. It, all, they had body bags of people just stacked up on those. And then people sitting next to them waiting to see the doctor. What? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's many times worse than what they're saying. I mean, they're, they're in, you know, Steve, party foul Steve's always talking about, well, when they start burning the bodies, they're burning the bodies. They're wow. incinerating the bodies. They're putting them in incinerators and they're cremating the bodies that's exactly what they're doing there's video of people being welded into their homes you got that cruise ship that has gone literally all over the pacific ocean mm-hmm. and the sea of japan and cannot dock anywhere that thing's gone all the way down to vietnam it's gone to thailand it's gone to japan i mean they get out like have you ever seen the animated graphic of where all the boats been <laughs> and they're just drawn it's like gilligan's island yeah. i mean it's these people are they like if i saw land i would jump and swim yes I, 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 and I'm not making light of this because I have not this, at all. I have this feeling in my, in my deep, deep place that this, this ship thing is going to end badly. Like it's going to end really badly. Like, like this is not going to be good. People are going to die. Uh, people who shouldn't die are going to die. Correct. I, that's my fear because this coronavirus thing has blown up in such a way that they won't even let people off the boat. Um, and now it's the COVID. The COVID-19 uh, virus is what they're calling it. Mm. So, yeah, um, they say in China it's killed um, just just over 1,100 people. Uh, by the estimates that we're finding, it's, it's way more than that. Way more than that. They're hiding it, dragging people out, putting them in the cages in the back of trucks, hauling them off. Um, it's crazy. And the reason I brought that up at this time is because that doesn't discriminate things like that don't discriminate That's doesn't true. care about your skin color doesn't care if you're white black yellow brown red it doesn't care it's not going to discriminate mm-hmm. because ultimately at the end of the day you're still a human being that's right you live breathe and die just like everybody else so this whole division thing that we've got over ideologies and skin colors and all that stuff all i'm going to say is you want to waste your life with that shit? They, then that's exactly what you're doing. You're wasting mm-hmm. your life. And it is shit. It, it is. is 100% bullshit. My mom texted me last night, late last night, Candace, and she said, I've enjoyed the last few um, episodes because you weren't cussing. I'm like, well, mom, sometimes it's shit. You know, sometimes I got to tell the world. <laughs> There's better ways for you to say things, Chad. She said, I like that episode with that Kirk guy. <laughs> I had to look up who he was, but I like that Kirk guy. Yeah, Charlie Kirk. Go back and watch. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, it, obviously, she loved the Jacoboyans and yeah, and different ones. She said she laughed a lot at the one we did um, 
last night with Party Foul Steve when we went off the rails and I I cussed at the end of that one because I told that joke about the dude with the mother in the freezer. I'm not going to say it again. I was like, oh, see proof she didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> uh, it won't kill you. It won't kill you. But the, the Wuhan will. The Kung flu. Yes. It'll get you. The COVID-19. Did you see where... There's another thing. Here's another sign that, that we're falling as a culture. Falling and failing. Pennsylvania police were called after a kindergartner with Down syndrome made a gun sign and tells the teacher, I shoot you. Now, this is crazy. This is nonsense. I understand that they have to report threats, but do you really feel threatened by a kindergartner with Down syndrome who is mimicking something obviously they've seen somewhere and don't understand? The police had to come, had to file a report, take a name. You know, they said, well, we're not going to release anything because there's no criminal record. (laughs) I should think not. Right, Candace? I mean, I should think not. That's being said by kindergartners who don't have Down syndrome <laughs> here in Texas every day. I mean, it's I just... have a child who got uh, expelled from preschool, uh, expelled, not sent home for the day, <laughs> can't come back tomorrow because he would throw chairs. I mean, like he would get brutal like his sense of injustice was so strong that like he would he would like i'm you know what i'm tearing this place down (laughs) i'm burning this mrf to the ground Uh, y'all don't understand in all my four years and like he was 100 like that's how strong his sense of justice is got it like no this is wrong this is an injustice i'm tearing it down y'all and that's the way he was you know what i'm leaving he'd try to hit the door he would he made it as far as the parking lot one day. <laughs> Here he is, four years old. He made it as far oh, as the parking lot gosh. one day. And they were like, I'm, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm going home. We had to go get him, pick him up, take him home. <laughs> Kicked out. <laughs> Thankfully, we had a home to take him to. Deborah wasn't so lucky. Deborah's home was stolen. And I don't mean thieves stole her stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes today. And this story is why I protect my home's title with Home Title Lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. Now, wait, it gets worse. Deborah says I was evicted from my own home and $85,000 in equity was poof, gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. Well, I use Home Title Lock because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. And first things first, I want you to go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and you don't know it. Then sign up to help protect your legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And to get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. Don't miss out. Um, boy, howdy, man. Child homelessness, speaking of not having a home, in the U.S. is highest in more than a decade. Hard to believe, but it is apparently true. Um, the uh, number of homeless students nationwide increased by a 15% margin from the 2015-16 and the 2017-18 school years. Latest figure available, the 2017-18 School year shows that the number of public school homeless students more than double from 2004 to 2005. 
Hmm. That's a that's a scary, scary deal. Homelessness overall is has become an epidemic. Yes. It's become a lifestyle choice. Yes. Not just for the children, but I mean you see this more and more. Like people would just they just decide mm-hmm. this is the life I want to live and they're living under bridges, living in tents, tent cities, and they're out making their money at the overpass. You see it. So and they're taking their families with them. Apparently so. You know, you're you're seeing all you know, these things that are going. Um, in 16 states, the homeless student population grew by 10% or more during the three-year period covered in the report. And uh, in contrast, five states saw equally large decreases during the same period. Texas reported the largest increase in homeless students with more than 231,000 students experiencing homelessness in 2017-18 school year. Uh, that's, that's pretty strong. Um, and our governor, uh, Greg Abbott, has come out talking about this problem especially in areas like Austin. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, our lawmakers just aren't willing to pass the laws that are necessary to end this thing. That's what, that's what liberalism gets you. It really is. I, and I know that's a hard statement to say, but it is. You want to look, where is it? It's in the inner cities. What are the inner cities run by? It's run by liberal politicians. It's run by the left. It always is. Um, it's people dependent on the government tit. You know, Mm -hmm. they need the handout. They need the welfare. Uh, And I'm all for giving somebody a hand up when they need it. But capitalism as an economic system has lifted more people out of poverty than any other system in the history of the world. So why in the world do you want to elect somebody like Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, who are pure socialists, who I'm telling you, the first people that are going to suffer are going to be the impoverished, the poor, and the homeless. So you see that 231,000 homeless in the state of Texas, that's going to double very fast if you vote for a Bernie Sanders and he mm-hmm. gets to be president. I mean, if, if, if a very conservative state and a very conservative governor like Greg Abbott says this is becoming epidemic in our state, how much worse will it be if you institute a welfare system that gives everyone a handout? And it's just going to be horrible in its results. Well, and at some point as an adult, if that's what you're ch- going to choose to do is be homeless, yeah. so be it. That's they're, they're choosing that as an adult. But where do we, how do we protect the children? Yeah. Because they're not choosing that, right? Yeah. I mean, these are children. And, and let me go back to where we started, because I, I want to I I kind of wrap on, on this as we talk for the last few minutes. By the way, you can go to uh, shop.blazemedia.com. This is a nice quality pen Pretty. right here, isn't it? Uh, our, our buddy Stuber Gear has his new show, Stu Does America. I encourage people to get it. It's ranked like 24th on the podcast list. It's just nice. killing it right now. And uh, I'm going to be on the show here very soon. But it says Nancy Pelosi sucks. It's a total spoof on the Nancy Her Pelosi pins. signed pins for the impeachment papers. Nancy Pelosi sucks. I think they've sold several, maybe a thousand of these pins. I don't know. But it's a good quality pin, actually. Yeah. It's not some little cheap thing. It's kind of contours. It's ergonomically correct. Yeah. I'm going to sign something yeah. with it. I think, I'll, I think I'll get some of these pins made to take out on the road. Um, yeah. Sign checks with them, you know? Yep. You know what I mean? Do you, do you still write that, checks? That's, that's a right-wing <coughs> pen, though. That's a right-wing pen. So you're going to have pen. to buy it. You got to buy You got to buy it. <laughs> We're all about capitalism. But you can get it at the Blaze website. Uh, I want to end on this note as we as we kind of wrap a little bit. And, and we got a few more minutes. So don't tune out on me. This is where we're going to draw the string. It all comes back down to men. This homelessness issue, 
uh, all of these all of these epidemics that are going on in the world today, it all comes down to men. It really does. Fatherlessness has become epidemic in you know who the father is nowadays in most of these inner city neighborhoods and communities? The government. Mm. They're being daddied by the government. This abortion issue is a, is, a, is a man issue. It's not a woman issue. This epidemic of abortion. Why? Because men aren't being men. Hey, you know what? It takes a man to get a woman pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't do that. Look at there. I just solved... The epidemic of abortion in this country, Mark. I just solved the problem. Men, don't knock women up. Mm-hmm. There it is. I, and we put it on the women and say, well, are you, she could keep her legs closed. Well, why don't men use some self-control and some self-restraint? Well, we can't expect men to do that. They're like animals. Really? Really? That's what we're going to relegate ourselves to? We're going to devolution down to animals? It's, it's a bad thing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And then... What happens is women will go get an abortion. You know why? Because they know they're going to have to raise that child on their own many Mm -hmm. times, right? Because dad's not going to be involved. Look at the African-American community. 75% of the homes don't have a dad in there. It's a bad thing. Look at it. You said yourself, a fatherless home. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, uh, It's it's just a problematic thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm encouraging men in this episode, don't apologize for being men. And, and I'll say to you weak-ass little mamby-pamby internet trolls that just have no sense of self-significance or self-worth in your masculinity who feel the need to get online and go to it at one of our friends like Sarah Gonzalez, and he did it this morning and said, Sarah Gonzalez needs to just eat a bullet. You need to get a life. I mean, seriously, grow up mm-hmm. and get a life. And stop being a weakling. Stop being a wuss. You need to go to the Chad Prather School of what every boy needs to know about being a man. <laughs> and you can enroll for just nineteen ninety five a month and visit watchchad.com. We will make sure that your masculinity remains intact. It's true. Yeah. We don't we don't turn boys into men anymore. We don't. That's all I know about that. I like that. Yeah. And I will also take that one step further and remind everybody it is okay for a man to open the door for a lady yes always do it even if she doesn't want it oh yeah it's great when i get on an airplane and i see a woman go to put if i'm close by and i see her put her overhead bag over i'm going to help her she can cuss me out she can tell me i got it yeah you know what i'm gonna do but you offer you know what i'm gonna do if if i if she's struggling to put it up there and i see that from time to time she goes Mm -hmm. and it's heavy i'm gonna put my hand on the bottom of it and i'm just gonna kind of guide it in there i don't need any fanfare i'm not going to tell her i'm just going to do it and if she's i got it i'm still going to do it right i'm not going to be mean about it I'm just going to do it my hand's already there mm-hmm. i don't ask permission to help you you know i, I mean, appreciate that i prayer and by the way men prayer works prayer mm-hmm. i believe in prayer as a man like there was a woman on the side of the road the other day she was changing a tire and as i drove past her i prayed <laughs> for her <laughs> And uh, <laughs> it was raining. It was raining. Oh, yeah, so it I, st- is. I stole that from my buddy Jesse Kelly. He tweeted that the other day. That's a pretty good joke. I hate Jesse Kelly. <laughs> God, he's a horrible human being. But no, be the man. Be strong enough to be weak. Be strong enough to be a servant. Be strong enough to be second. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lead from the rear. <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
Don't be afraid to cry. Be a servant leader. Well, the older we get, it doesn't matter. You know, because our testosterone diminishes anyway. You just go get some pellets. Yeah, don't. <laughs> just get the shots. Good buddy of mine, he said, get the shots, don't get the pellets. I was thinking about getting the pellets. He said, get the shots. shots. Okay. Yeah. I've heard it the other way as well. Yeah. I don't know. I have girlfriends that get the testosterone shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know girls that have more testosterone than me. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's yeah. so low. It's all good. The older you get, you know, it's all it, good. it comes down, that thing that makes you, <laughs> you know. We start getting the estrogen, that's why we get the bell- the bellies. <laughs> yeah, and we cry a little. You know, estrogen's what gives us the belly right here. Oh. Yeah, because we, our estrogen builds up. It's what makes yeah. girls' hips a little bigger. It makes our bellies bigger. That's why when our testosterone drops, we get the belly fat. Just I got lots there. of estrogen in my hips. No, girl. You know it. No, girl. You know. I'm still trying to figure out what that procedure was. Which one? The one you did. Oh. Or why? Anyway. I know. I don't know if it works. I, it's just fun. It's just, okay. I got vibrated <laughs> on a lot. <laughs> Come see us in Corpus Christi, Texas on Saturday night. That is this Saturday. Don't forget, guys, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. If you care about that sort of thing, uh, I gave my wife her Valentine's gift yesterday. Do you have a love language? You yes. know what the love languages mm-hmm. are? I do. Do you do you speak one and hear one? Do you know what they are? I, I just know I'm affirmation. Yeah. Um, you like words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. And um, I'm not a gifts person. I am a gift giver. Okay. Giver. That is my yeah. first kind of thing. I love Sweet. to give people things. I believe that. I'm very, uh, you know, I love to buy the dinner. I love to, I love to do things for people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hear words of affirmation. Right. Yes. So I, I I gave my Valentine's gift last night. Um, I read a study that said that men on average spend three hundred twenty eight dollars on their women. I said this the other day, and I misquoted. I, I, I misspoke on it on the Charlie Kirk episode. Uh, they give it to their women. I said men give it to their men, but that was wrong. Uh, <laughs> faux pas, Freudian. But yeah, that's the whole day. And then women on average spend twenty nine dollars on their men. I spent far more than the three twenty eight. Was the gift you gave her what you showed me in a picture earlier? <laughs> it was similar. Oh, gosh, it was. She's similar. thanking you right now. Yeah, and you're not even there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I, I told Jade. I said, you know, I, I I'm sorry that I tend to give you these jewelry gifts and she says oh no i like the jewelry oh, gifts but yeah. she she's got she gets nice Good. jewelry gifts Good. You know? yeah gift giver yeah i'm That's a gift nice. giver and a lot of times i'll just give myself a gift uh, i know you do hey, look at this new watch right here bam bam look at that yes nice <laughs> it's pretty i've been trying to take these kids to a hockey game forever can't do it because we keep messing up our dates then jason hernandez who actually has a life Keeps deciding he's got stuff going on, Mark. Unbelievable. 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 I'm just trying to give him a hockey game. But anyway, so mm-hmm. fantastic. Fantastic. Go to watchchad.com. Uh, get your tickets for Saturday Night in Corpus. And then also, we got a bunch of other stuff coming up in Colorado and all over Texas. Uh, Going to do a show in Fort Worth, Texas in June. Yay! So I'm making that announcement right now at a very big venue. So I'm going to need all of my friends to show up for this he'll be there yeah <laughs> he'll be there <laughs> so anyway appreciate you guys go to our podcast or offer leave us a rating and a good review because we deserve it and we want to be higher in the rankings i want to beat Stu. is what i want to do 
I want to beat Stu. Chad does Stu. How about that? No, yes. check it out. Stu does America's a fun show. A lot of fun. I love you. I love you. I love y'all. We miss Party Foul Steve. He's dead to me. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.